Today's episode is designed to share what it is like to attend an executive board meeting. While it may be a new year, some things remain just the same. One of these is virtual meetings. Just as we did for our fall executive board meeting, our winter meeting was also hosted via Zoom. While this means that once again, we are not able to see each other in real life, of course, we were able to still incorporate some moments of sisterhood and fun. We started our meeting with ritual, and in doing so, I always send a special thank you out into the universe to the members of RTNJ this past biennium for working so hard during a pandemic to make this very special start to our meetings possible. It really does set the stage for the rest of our business. Following our agenda, we moved for the adoption of our consent agenda, which includes the approval of our meeting minutes, committee reports, and financial reports, the declaration of any conflicts of interest that may arise, and then on to our required approvals agenda, which generally includes items such as member reinstatement request. From there, we launched into the information requested by the executive board. This included a fraternity update provided by our executive director, Kaya Miller. This update included Leadership Academy, how our fraternity is working to support the collegiate experience and to enhance alumni engagement, among so many other things, all in support of our ends. Next on the agenda was monitoring. As a quick refresher, monitoring is among the three key responsibilities of executive board members, along with creating policy and connecting with our members. For this meeting, we reviewed the monitoring reports provided by our professional staff team for EL2, Treatment of Staff, EL3, Treatment of Volunteers, EL5, Financial Conditions and Activities, EL8, Compensation and Benefits, EL10, Organizational Culture, and EL11, Extension. Following monitoring, we also reviewed some of our policies, including EL10, just mentioned, GP9, Code of Conduct, and GP14, Special Rules of Order. When we are reviewing policies, we are doing so to determine if the expectations set in each policy are still relevant and appropriate for where our organization is today, and we make changes accordingly. After a snack break, we moved into our committee work. Up first was governance and board development. This work included reviewing the standing rules and book of policies for any changes that may be proposed by our executive board. Once we recommend changes, we forward these recommendations to our professional staff's leadership team for their consideration. From there, these proposals go to CERC before coming back to the executive board for consideration and final incorporation into these documents. As part of governance and board development, we also took time to review the various opportunities for personal and leadership development for our individual board members that have been identified by the members of this committee, as well as to review where we are in our own assessment of our monthly board meetings that we host via Zoom. 
This closed out our business for day one of the meeting, but we still had a little bit of fun planned. We participated in an Elfster exchange, choosing surprise gifts for one another. And while we did wrap them before mailing, it was hard not to know from whom your gift was given because of the shipping labels, something not all of us considered on the front end. But it was so much fun to open these gifts together. That led us to opening another gift that was originally intended to kick off Saturday morning, the second day of our board meeting. It just didn't quite work out that way. Once we decided to shift our meetings to a virtual platform, I had so much fun putting together a small box of happies for the meeting. It included little things such as snacks intended to get us through the day. But some of us did not follow instructions, very clear instructions, might I add, and opened them before the meeting, and then sent me pictures of it. It was comical to say the least, so we threw the rules right out the window, and everyone got to enjoy their meeting box as well. And that was the actual end to our first day. The second day began with us attempting to take a photo via Zoom to share on the fraternity website. While we were together for our retreat this past summer, we had not planned to take any pictures in business attire, of course. It was a retreat. Then the Delta variant spiked, and as you know, we shifted our fall meeting to Zoom. And as with Delta, Omicron is now in the midst of a spike, prompting us to do the same for this business meeting. Because of this, we actually do not have any photos of us together as a group at headquarters. So at the request of our professional staff team, we took up the challenge of taking a picture while on Zoom. You would think we would have figured this out by now, but it really was so funny. Needless to say, I should have factored in a bit more time for this particular endeavor, but we got it done. From there, we got back to business with our committee work, beginning with the Finance and Audit Committee. We invited a member of the audit team with whom our fraternity partners to review the annual tax returns before filing, and then moved through the remainder of our financial discussions. While tax returns and finances may not sound like very exciting topics, they are essential to our work as board members. Our next update was from the chair of our Membership Connection Committee. As a reminder, the goal of Membership Connection is to seek information from our members, connecting with our members to gain knowledge from their thoughts, feedback, and experiences as we prepare for our future. The next items on our agenda included a legal update from our general counsel, a properties board update, and an update on the AOPI Foundation. After a lunch break, we had the beautiful opportunity to host a virtual installation of our international volunteers. This is a tradition begun in 2021 that we wanted to continue. Allowing our newly appointed volunteers the opportunity to reconnect with one another and our ritual. It was even more special for me because this was also the day that I celebrated 27 years since my initiation. From there, we wrapped up our business meeting. The last item on our agenda was an activity around the personal and leadership development of each of us as individual board members. We talked about our personal goals for this year, 
action steps that we can take to make progress toward these goals and why they are important to us as people and as leaders of our fraternity. This was a really amazing and inspiring way to end our board meeting. It allowed us the opportunity to better connect with one another, to share our goals, and to champion each other along the way. It was a remarkable conversation. We closed out our time together with the good of the order. This captures everything from reminders and announcements to general topics of conversation that we may not have covered during the meeting. Then, of course, we ended the way we began, with ritual. Once again, I find that I am in awe of the women with whom I have the opportunity to serve. It may not have been the meeting that we originally planned, but it was certainly a meeting that we will long remember. I hope the same is true for each of you, as your plans may shift in the coming days and weeks. Always remember that our sisterhood is not limited by this pandemic. Our sisterhood is now, and as I am often reminded, our sisterhood is forever. That's all for today. As always, thanks for listening, and until next time, stay safe and be well.